Here's a Lotus is Ken Vanderson's podcast, and it's the 27th of April 2022. The time is 20.40, and it is uh, Wednesday. Now, today the headlines is uh, Play Fair, How to Play Fair. And of course, when we think of the wordings, you might have some association with your childhood, that you as a child uh, might have uh, played some games with your other like-minded kids, and playing fair meant that you didn't bend the rules. Um, the rules was agreed upon, and you played by the rules. You played fair, so to speak. Now, what about in adolescence, when we are adults? Well, do people play fair, or do people uh, show greed for money, for power, for getting the upper hand over us? I might come to this conclusion that people are not playing fair today. What can I do about it? Well, I shouldn't play their game, so to speak. I shouldn't um, be fooled into thinking that I can do the same thing and still have a good and dear and beautiful relationship with the Creator, with uh, Jehovah God. So, of course, I have to take into consideration the society that I live in right here, right now, is filled with people who do not play fair. Why do I know this and how do I know this? Well, of course, we have the Bible to explain to us um, how people think in the past, but also think today when they move away from worshiping Jehovah God. It happens all the time. It does not happen almost all the time. Every time people go away from worshiping Jehovah God, go away from playing fair, so to speak, they go and play unfair. So we have to take into consideration the people that we meet in society, they might be people who try to deceive us. I'm not saying that every person is like this, but what I'm saying is the spirit of the world deceives people into thinking that it is okay to get a number over you. Um, and of course, our own naivety, our own thinking that uh, people play fair, every person that we meet, including the politicians, including the people uh, with power in society, well, we are basically deceiving ourselves. That is why it's very important that we read the Bible every day, take into consideration what Jehovah God is trying to teach us, the pitfalls of uh, our life today, and the warning signals that we have to attend to, that we have to take seriously. So without further ado, because I think that this podcast isn't going to be an hour, because 
I started a bit late uh, to this podcast, so so maybe it's only going to be 40 or 50 minutes. I do not know, but let's um, let's look at what the Bible says about it. Um, this playing fair. Um, the first uh, thing we have to read is um, is from uh, sorry, sorry, that was the wrong one. We have to hear, have the English uh, version here. Uh, the first one is uh, from uh, Numbers. Um, I believe it's the third most book that we use, uh, or is the fourth? I cannot really remember. Um, yeah. Um, but it called it is called numbers, uh, numbers uh, twenty six verse uh, fifty three. <clears throat> it says here, among these the land should be divided as an inheritance according to the list of the names. For the larger groups you should increase the inheritance, and for the smaller groups you should reduce the inheritance. Each group's inheritance should be given in proportion to the number of those registered. However, the land should be appointed, uh, sorry, apportioned by lot. They should receive their inheritance according to the names of the tribes of their fathers. Each inheritance will be determined by lot and apportioned among the larger and the smaller groups. And lot, you might ask, what is lot? Well, basically, it's um, like you could uh, roll the dice, so to speak. And whatever the dice showed, you had to accept. This was one of the versions of uh, uh, how Jehovah God communicated with his people. But of course, it could also be misused. Misused. Um, you could roll the dice, but the dice had to had been tampered with, or the lot here had to be tampered with, or not had to be tampered with. But um, people who got greedy, maybe they tampered with it. Of course, Jehovah God knew this and brought punishment among those who did this. But they didn't play fairly. And of course, here it says very clearly uh, that people should play fairly here. Of course, you might wonder, could there become um, uh, jealousy involved in this? If you are part of a small group and you see the large group, receive much more uh, than you receive with your small group. Yes, it might occur like this. It might be that you, in your own mind, think that they are not playing fair, so to speak. You didn't get your fair share. And then you got jealous. And jealousy we know is from the Ten Commandments a very bad thing to carry around. So we have to be very attentive uh, to our human emotions. We need to stay very close to the warnings that Jehovah God gives us here. Because otherwise it can go wrong. 
It can be so that we think that uh, people who play fairly, uh, we think that they do not play fairly. And of course, people who do not play fairly, we think they play fairly. So we have to be very aware of how we not only interact with people, but also how we use these warning signs in our own life. And of course, use them correctly so that it is according to Jehovah God that we make or take these decisions that we have to take in life. And that we are very careful about um, feeling jealousy towards uh, someone that we think that they got uh, the upper hand, they got their more fair share, or they didn't get their fair share, they even got a bigger portion than we did. So we have to really think very carefully when we as human beings, we interact with other human beings in this world. Why? Because the warning here is very seriously that we shouldn't allow jealousy to enter our heart. We should be very attentive to um, people playing fairly, of course. And if we discover that people are not playing fairly, then we should mark these men and women and refuse to have anything to do with them. Why? Because otherwise we might also take some of their bad personality traits uh, into our own hearts and mind. We might be affected by it, by them and by their bad deeds and lose uh, the beautiful relationship that we have with Jehovah God. So be very attentive to not become jealous, but also when you discover people who do not play fairly, you should also mark them and say no to them. I refuse to have anything to do with them. So when we human beings, we enter into a state of awareness, awareness of our surroundings, but also awareness of the dangers that lies ahead of us, the pitfalls, the people who do not read the Bible like I do or you do, it should be very important to us that we human beings, we pay close attention to our inner thoughts, our inner mind. I'm not saying that we should judge other people, but what I'm saying is we should be very attentive to how other people act, what their personality is like, but also what do they think about? Are they do not they do do they care about being honest or do they not care about being honest? Do they care about playing fair or do they not care about being fair? So this is some of the warning signs that we have to take into our mind. Otherwise, we can lose our friendship with Jehovah God because he loves when people are honest towards each other. He also loves when 
people like-minded uh, come together and worship him. So we have to take into consideration just exactly how we play fairly, so to speak. And we do whatever we can to uh, be a person of integrity, of a trust, trustworthy person, a person that you can trust, a person that is honest in everything that that person does. So very simply put, playing fairly means being honest and playing by the rules. And of course, playing by the rules is playing by the rules that Jehovah God has uh, put in his word. Now it is, of course, dice is throwing here, uh, but you could also argue that if people refuse to obey by the moral standards of the Bible, perhaps it is not them you have to consider as your close friends or making your close friends. So be very alert to people that you meet. Really analyze what comes out of their mouth. What are their actions like? Do they have a high moral standard? And is it something that you can benefit from? Can they heighten your moral standards as you hopefully is heightening other people's moral standards? Or are there a lowering of moral standards instead? So this is also something that we can take into consideration. Do I get a higher moral standard when I talk to these people, or do I lower my standard? If I lower my standard, there's something wrong. If they higher my standard, higher. If they heighten my standards, then there are people that I can uh, keep on talking to and get to know and even maybe become close friends with. So be very attentive to uh, the people that you meet, the people that is your friends, that they are heightening your moral standards. So let's uh, take the last piece here of the Bible. It says here in Mika number uh, or chapter number two. It says here, Wow to those who scheme what is harmful, who work out evil on their beds. When morning light comes, they carry it out, because it, in, it is in the power of their hand. They desire fields and seize them, also houses, and they take them. They defraud a man of his house, a man of his inheritance. Therefore, this is what Jehovah says. Here I am devising against this family of calamity, from which you will not escape. You will no longer walk haughtily, for it is a time of calamity. In that day people will recite a proverb concerning you, and they will bitterly laminate over you. They will say, We are completely devastated. He caused the portions of my people to change hands, how he removes it from me. To the unfaithful ones he assigns our fields, so you will have no one to stretch the measuring cord. 
to allude the land in the congregation of Jehovah. Stop preaching, they preach. They should not preach these things. Humiliation will not overtake us. It is being said, O house of Jacob, has the Spirit of Jehovah become impatient? Are these his deeds? Do not my own words bring good to those walking uprightly? But lately my own people have risen up as an enemy. You openly strip off the majestic ornament with the garment. From those passing by, confidently like those returning from war, You drive the women of my people out from their delightful houses. From their children you take away my splendor forever. Get up and go, for this is no place of rest. Because of uncleanliness there is destruction, grievous destruction. If a man walks after wind and deceptions and tell this lie, I would preach to you about wine and alcoholic and alcoholic drink, Then he would be just a preacher for this people. I will certainly gather all of you, O Jacob. I will surely collect the remaining ones of Israel together. In unity I will place them like sheep in the pen, like a flock in its pasture. It will be noisy with people. The one breaking out will go before them. They will break out and pass through the gates and go out by it. Their king will pass through before them, with Jehovah at their head. Number three. I said, Here please, you heads of Jacob, and you commanders of the house of Israel. You do not know what is just, but you hate what is good, and you love what is bad. You tear off the skin from my people and the flesh from their bones. You also eat the flesh of my people, and strip of their skin, smashing their bones, crossing them to pieces, like what is cooked in a pot, like meat in a cooking pot. At that time they will call to Jehovah for help, but he will not answer them. He will hide his face from them at that time, because of their wicked deeds. This is what Jehovah says against the prophets who are leading my people astray who proclaims peace while they bite with their teeth, but who declares war against him who puts nothing into their mouth. You will have night, there will be no vision, there will only be darkness for you, no divination. The sun will set on the prophets, and the day will turn dark for them. The visionaries will be put to shame, and the diviners will be disappointed." All of them will have to cover over the mustache, for there is no answer from God. As for me, I am filled with power by the Spirit of Jehovah, and with justice and might, to tell to Jacob his revolt, and to Israel his sin. Hear this, please, you heads of the house of Jacob, and you commanders of the house of Israel, who detest justice, and who make crooked all that is straight, who built Zion with bloodshed, and Jerusalem with unrighteousness. Her leaders judge for a bribe, her priest instructs for a price, and her prophets practices divination for money. And yet they lean on Jehovah, saying, 
is not Jehovah with us. No calamity will come upon us. So, because of you, Zion will be ploughed up as a field. Jerusalem will become heaps of ruin, and the mountain of the house will become like high places in a forest. Number four. In the final parts of the days, the mountain of the house of Jehovah will become firmly established above the top of the mountains, and it will be raised up above the hills, and to its people will stream, and many nations will go and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of Jehovah, and to the house of the God of Jacob. He will instruct us about his ways, and he will walk in his path. For law will come out of Zion, and the word of Jehovah out of Jerusalem. He will render judgment among many people, and set matters straight, respecting mighty nations far away. They will beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning shears. Nation will not lift up na- nation will not lift up sword against nation, nor will they learn war any more. They will sit each under his own wine and under his fig tree, and no one will make them afraid. For the mouth of Jehovah of armies has spoken, for all the people will walk each in the name of its God, but we will walk in the name of Jehovah our God forever and ever. In that day, declares Jehovah, I will gather the one who was limping and collect together the despaired one, along with those I treated harshly. I will make the one who was limping a remnant and the one far removed a mighty nation, and Jehovah will rule as king over them in Mount Zion, from now on and forever. As for you, O tower of the flock, the mount of the daughter of Zion, to you it will come, yes, the first domination will come, the kingdom belonging to the daughter of Jerusalem. Now why are you shouting loudly? Have you no king? Or has your advisers perished, so that pain has seized you like a woman giving birth? Richard and Groon, or daughter of Zion, like a woman giving birth. For now you will go from the city and reside in the field. You will go as far as to Babylon, and there you will be rescued. There Jehovah will buy you back from the hands of your enemies. Now many nations will be gathered against you. They will say, Let her be defiled, and let our eyes see this happen to Zion but they do not know the thoughts of Jehovah. They do not understand his purpose, for he will gather them like a row of newly cut grain to the threshing floor. Get up and thresh, O daughters of Zion, for I will change your horns into iron, and I will change your hooves into copper, and you will pulverize many people. You will devote their dishonored prophet to Jehovah and their resources to the true Lord of the whole earth. Number five. Now you are slashing yourself, O daughter, under attack, as siege is laid against us. With a rod they strike the judge of Israel on the cheek. And you, O Bethlehem, Ephrata, the one too little to be among the thousands of Judah, from you will come out for me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from ancient times, 
from the days of long ago. So he will give them up until the time that she who is to give birth has given birth. And the rest of his brothers will return to the people of Israel. He will stand up and shepherd in the strength of Jehovah, in the superiority of the name of Jehovah his God, and they will dwell in security. For now his greatness will reach the ends of the earth, and he will bring peace. Should the Assyrian invade our land and treat on our fortified towers, we will raise up against him seven shepherds, yes, eight princesses of mankind. They will shepherd the land of Assyria with the sword, and the land of Nimrod at its entrance, and he will rescue us from the Assyrian when he invades our land and treats on our territory. The remaining one of Jacob will be in the midst of many people, like dew from Jehovah, like showers of rain on vegetation, that do not put hope in man, or wait for the sons of man. The remaining ones of Jacob will be among the nations in the midst of many people, like a lion among the beasts of a forest, like a young lion among flocks of sheep, that passes through and pounces and tears in pieces. And there is no one to rescue them. Your hand will be raised over your adversaries, and all your enemies will be destroyed. And that day, declares Jehovah, I will, not, I will do away with your horses from your midst and destroy your chariots. I will destroy the cities of your land and tear down all your fortified places. I will put an end to the sorcery you practice, and no one practicing magic will remain among you. I will destroy your graven images and your pillars from your midst, and you will no longer bow down to the works of your hands. I will uproot your sacred poles from your midst and annihilate your cities. In anger and wrath I will execute vengeance and on the nations that have not obeyed. Let's see here. Yes, we can just take 6 and 7 also. Here, please, what Jehovah is saying. Get up, Present a legal case before the mountains, and may the hills hear your voice. Hear a mountain, hear, O mountain, the legal case of Jehovah, your firm foundations of the earth. For Jehovah has a legal case with his people. It is against Israel that he will argue, My people, what have I done to you? How have, how have I tired you out? Testify against me. I brought you up out of the land of Egypt, from the house of slavery. I redeemed you. I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. My people remember, please, what King Balak of Moab proposed, and what Balaam the son of Beor answered him. What took place from Sittim to Gilgal, so that you may know the righteous acts of Jehovah? With what will I come before Jehovah? With what will I bow before God on high? Will I come before him with whole burnt offerings, with year-old calves? Will Jehovah be pleased with thousands of rams, with tens of thousands of torrents of oil? Will I give my firstborn son for my revolt, 
the fruits of my body for my sin. He has told you, O man, what is good, and what is Jehovah requiring of you, only to exercise justice, to cherish loyalty, and to walk in modesty with your God. The voice of Jehovah calls out to the city. Those with practical wisdom will fear your name. Pay attention to the rod and to the one who appointed it. And there will, and there are still the treasures of wickedness in the house. Sorry, are there still the treasures of wickedness in the house of the wicked, and the incomplete efforts measures that is detestable? Can I be morally clean with wicked scales, with a bag of fraudulent stone weights? For her rich men are full of violence, and her inhabitants speak lies. Their tongues is de- deceitful in their mouth. Therefore I will wound you by striking you, making you desolate because of your sin. You will eat, but not be satisfied. You will be empty inside. What you remove you will not carry off safely, and what you do carry off I will give to the sword. You will sow seeds, but you will not reap. You will treat olives, but you will not use the oil. And you will make new wine, but you will drink no wine. For you observe the statues of Orim and all the works of the house of Ahab, and you walk in accord with their advice. That is why I will make you an object of horror, and her inheritance something to be whistled at, and you will bear the scorns of the people. 7. Wow to me, I am like one who, after gathering on summer fruits and the gleanings following a grape harvest, finds no cluster of grapes to eat, no early figs that I crave. The loyal one has perished from the earth. Among men there is no one upright. All of them lie in ambush for bloodshed. Each hunt his own brother with a dagger. Their hands are experts at doing what is bad. The prince is making demands. The judge asks for a reward. The prominent one makes known his desires, and they work it out together. Their best one is like thorns. Their most upright one is worse than a thorn hedge. The day of your watchmen and of your recording will come. Now they will panic. Do not put faith in your companion, sorry, companion, or trust a close friend. Guard what you say to the one who lies in your embrace. For a son despises his father, and a daughter rises up against her mother, and a daughter-in-law is against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his household. But as for me, I will keep on the outlook or lookout for Jehovah. I will show a waiting attitude for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Do not rejoice over me, O my enemy. Although I have fallen, I will rise up. Although I dwell in the darkness, Jehovah will be my light. The wrath of Jehovah I will bear, for I have sinned against him. Until he pleads my legal case and brings about justice for me, he will bring me out to the light. I will look upon his righteousness. My enemies will also see, 
and shame will cover her, who said to me, Where is Jehovah your God? My eyes will look upon her. Now she will be trampled like mud in the streets. It will be a day for building your stone walls. On that day the boundaries will be extended. On that day they will come to you, all the way from Assyria and the cities of Egypt, from the Egypt all the way to the river, from the sea to the sea and from the mountain to the mountain, and the land will become desolated because of its inhabitants as a result of what they have done. Shepherd your people with your staff, the flock of your inheritance. The one who was living alone in a forest in the midst of an orchard, let them feed on Bashan and Gilgal as in the days of old, as in the days when you came out of the land of Egypt. I will show him wonderful things, Nation will see and be ashamed despite of their might. They will put their hands over their mouth. Their ears will become deaf. They will lick the dust like serpents. Like the reptiles of the earth, they will come from trembling out of their strongholds. To Jehovah our God they will come in dread, and they will be in fear of you. Who is a God like you? Pardoning error and passing over the transgressions of the remnant of his inheritance, He will know he will not hold on to his anger forever, for he delights in loyal love. He will again show us mercy. He will conquer our errors. You will throw all their sins into the depth of the sea. You will show faithfulness to Jacob, loyal love to Abraham, as you swore to our forefathers from the days of old. So you see here that um, if you look back here at chapter number six, and um, uh, voice, uh, sorry, chapter number six and verse number um, I, number ten, it says here: Are there still the treasures of wickedness in the house of the wicked, and the incomplete Ephraim's measures that is detestable? And the Ephesus measures is, of course, a measuring, um, like when you measure uh, a weight of something, of course. And it says here also, Can I be morally clean with wicked scales, with a bag of fraudulent stone weights? So you see that Jehovah God sees that people of him, people who claim to worship Jehovah God, is lying and deceiving other people when they buy and sell. And this is detestable to Jehovah God. So when uh, Micha was read out loud to them, well, a lot of people felt that it stung their hearts. Why? Because they were people who were the deceitful ones. And it also says here, for her rich men are full of violence, and her inhabitants speak lies. Their tongue is deceitful in their mouth. So these are people that Jehovah God cannot approve of. It is people, yes, that says they worship Jehovah God, but deep down in their hearts they are long away from him. So that is also why it's very important that we 
stay close attention to the Bible and what Jehovah God detests. Now he detests when uh, people use uh, uh, false uh, scales, for example, but also when they do not play fairly. They do not play by the rules. So let's, uh, as human beings that worship Jehovah God, play by the rules. Because let's remember, we are only here a short period of time, and then we are gone. But we should remember that when we die, we all get a resurrection. That also means that we are going to stand before the heavenly throne of Jehovah God, where Jesus Christ is sitting, and we are going to be judged by the deeds that we did in this life. So let's be an honest person, a trustworthy person, a person that Jehovah God can approve of. Because let's face it, we are currently 7.8 billion people on this planet, and we all come from the same place. We come from an egg and a sperm cell, which come from an egg and a sperm cell, which come from an egg and a sperm cell, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our father and mother, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. Now, I see that as a pretty intelligent mate, therefore I know that there is an intelligent creator behind it all, behind you and me. And he knows best, he knows what is beneficial for us. So why not download the Bible from jw.org and start your journey yourself. Start asking Jehovah God uh, for guidance in your life and closing the prayer in the name of Jesus Christ so you recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all, the resurrected Jesus Christ, so that you and I can become united as human beings worshiping Jehovah God in the way that he wants us to worship him. And of course, it starts off with our mindset. It starts off with saying no to the garbage from the garbage can, saying no to what the Bible clearly states, uh, the wild beast's image, of course. And the wild beast's image is, of course, the internet, the screen that you're currently watching. The entire inhabitant earth is in the evil's power, so of course he is using the screen, the dead object, the garbage from the garbage can, violent video games, violent movies, movies who portray people's bad behaviors or something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by, the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest of that crap, and also the mainstream media that constantly lies to you and deceives you and tells you what to fear and tells you the solutions to your fears. This is part of the garbage can. And every person that eats from it is going to be emotionally sick from it. So that is why I say, say no to it. You decide what you put through your eyes and ears. I do the same. So let's put the word of Jehovah God in our mind. Because I know that is going to benefit us, not only in this life, but also in the next one when we get a resurrection. So, I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. This is uh, Kenneth Anderson signing off. 
It's the 27th of April 2022. The time is 21.20 and it is Wednesday. Bye.